Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 250 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining back with us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 94 to 97 in the week of August the 30th to September the 5th. And today we're going to continue with our study of Doctrine and Covenants 97. And here the Lord is continuing his instructions and direction to the saints to build a house of the Lord, to build a temple. Um, And he comes to the point where he teaches them about the need to sacrifice. And it's interesting, actually, because I think sometimes we hear of people who leave the church who say that, you know, um, it's it's too difficult, perhaps, to be a member of the church or there's we're asked to sacrifice too much, perhaps, or that there are things in their life maybe that they've missed out on because they've they've tried to live or follow the, the teachings of the gospel. Um, and in some cases, this may well be true. Uh, and But sacrifice is a principle which is taught from very early on. I mean, the fact that we take the sacrament each week and we're asked to come to the sacrament table with a broken heart and a contrite spirit uh, is a sacrifice each week. In verse 8, the Lord says, Verily I say unto you, all among them who know their hearts are honest and are broken, and their spirits contrite and are willing to observe their covenants by sacrifice, yea, every sacrifice which I, the Lord, shall command, they are accepted of me. Um, sacrifice is an important part of worship in the gospel. Um, Elder Quentin L. Cook said this, quote, Separation from the evils of the world needs to be accompanied by holiness. A saint loves the Saviour and follows him in holiness and devotion. Evidence of this kind of holiness and devotion is exemplified by consecration and service. President Hinckley has taught, without sacrifice there is no true worship of God. Sacrifice is the crowning test of the gospel. It means consecrating time, talents, energy and earthly possessions to further the work of God. Saints who respond to the Saviour's message will not be led astray by distracting and destructive pursuits and will be prepared to make appropriate sacrifices. The importance of sacrifice to those who want to be saints is exemplified by the atoning sacrifice of the Saviour, which is at the centre of the gospel. Close quote. It is through sacrifice that we receive the greatest blessings that Heavenly Father has available to us because we, he recognises the, the, the things we're willing to give up to be changed and to become more like him. It isn't like he is a um, a God who you know delights in us, see, in us sacrificing things and <clears throat> uh, missing out on things. Rather, <clears throat> he wants us to sacrifice the things of this world so that we can receive the things of the world to come. As it says uh, in in uh, the well known hymn, praise to the man. Sacrifice brings forth the blessings of heaven. Um, and as such, in verse 9, it says, For I, the Lord, will cause them to bring forth as a very fruitful tree, which is planted in a goodly field by a pure stream that yieldeth much precious fruit. We have to remember that a fruit tree can only bring forth its greatest and most precious fruit if there has been some pruning along the way. Um, we think of the analogy given by, uh, I think it was Hubie Brown now off the top of my head, 
about the uh, the bush, uh, the current bush, I think it was. Um, I'm now kind of going off my memory here rather than actually getting the what it was. But we have the, the that analogy that was given where you have the gardener and we have a, a bush which is growing and it's quite happy with how, how tall and how many branches it, it's grown. And then the gardener comes and chops off and prunes many branches till it's again a very small bush and it's very upset by this but then of course the gardener responds and says I know what will it bring I know your purpose your purpose is to bring forth this incredible fruit and as such you know you need to have some cutting down now and then but this will be for your good and in the end you'll be able to bring forth amazing incredible fruits that fulfills your purpose um, and that is very much the same for us. Now, of course, difficult things happen, whether we live the gospel or not in our lives. There are <clears throat> certain things in the world <clears throat> and in our life that we just can't stop or change due to the natural bodies we have or the natural world that we live in or other people's agency. But there are other things in our lives that we give up and sacrifice so that we can uh, receive great blessings later on. Elder D. Todd Christofferson said this, quote, A consecrated life is a beautiful thing. Its strength and serenity are as a very fruitful tree. Of particular significance is the influence of a consecrated man or woman upon others, especially those closest and dearest. The consecration of many who have gone before us and others who live among us has helped lay the foundation of our, for our happiness. In like manner, future generations will take courage from your consecrated life, acknowledging their debt to you, for the possession of all that truly matters, may we consecrate ourselves as sons and daughters of God. Uh, close quote. Um, that is, you know, when we think about legacy, we think about example and the, the blessings and fruits that is given. Um, we would hope to be in that category of those who have blessed the lives of others through their consecration and sacrifice. My my grandmother passed away just over a month ago now, and uh, she was a great example of sacrifice and consecration, of consecrating her life to helping others, supporting others, and giving others, you know, acts of kindness they need, such as taking them by by car to many places, using her own time to be able to further the work, uh, and that is something which as we met together to celebrate her life, was something which was a, a, key, a common thread, a common theme that came up, was her desire to love and to serve anyone, whether it was her family or a member of the church or an investigator or someone that she didn't really know. Uh, she was always there to serve. And so that was you know, an, an example of an individual who has left that legacy by consecration. Um, and so you know, we need to think about how we can show the Lord that consecration in our lives. In verse 12, after the Lord reminds the uh, the saints that they need to have the house built, the temple, uh, it says in verse 12, Behold, this is the tithing and the sacrifice which I, the Lord, require at their hands, that there may be a house built unto me for the salvation of Zion. We see the word tithing, we, we automatically think, oh, this is a verse talking about, you know, paying one-tenth of our income. Well, it's actually, this. I don't think that that's, this is what this verse is all about. Um, a tithing is a sacrifice, which is why he says the tithing and the sacrifice, which I, the Lord, require. And the sacrifice or the, the tithe that the Lord is asking them of them right now is to provide the materials and resources 
and donations to build the temple. And then in verse 13, it says, for a place of thanksgiving for all the saints and for a place of trans instruction for all those who are called to the work of the ministry in all their several callings and offices. And th this is the purpose of the temple. It's a place where we go to show our thanksgiving. And it's a place where we go to receive revelation and instruction for our several callings and offices. And I like that, whether that's because the individuals had several callings and offices or whether that's because collectively they had several callings and offices. It's not, I'm not 100% sure. But actually an individual, even if they have one official calling in the church, they have several callings and offices in their lives. They have their, their calling that they perhaps hold. They are most likely a ministering brother or sister. They are called, if they are a, a, a brother in, in the priesthood, to, to hold the authority of the priesthood. Uh, they are a father or mother. If they are a father or mother in their home, they are a spouse if they're a spouse. They are, they are a child if they are a child of parents or a sibling. Um, there are many individuals to whom we have callings and responsibilities for. Uh, w. Grant Bangater said this about the temple. Uh, quote, temples are for the living members of the church. Going to the temple is not optional. Temples are a place of instruction for those who are called to the work of the ministry. Close quote. Um, the temple is a if such an important place. And whether we can go to the temple right now or not because of either COVID-19 circumstances or perhaps because the temp our temple may be closed for renovations or anything like that, even when the temple is closed, we should be living a temple-focused life and make an appointment or, a, or at least an intention to return to the temple when it is open once again. Um, well, as we'll continue through this chapter, I'm sure we'll continue more about the temple and how it helps to build a Zion community. Uh, and so the temple is a vital place for us to think about now. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast on the usual on the usual Facebook platform. That's Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email session at gmail.com if you have any feedback or, or anything that you've studied that you wish to share. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again.